Hi, this is Roy Worley. Welcome to the interview show that brings on guests from all walks of life. Yeah, it's here that they tell their stories and delve a little deeper into their lives to see what got them where they are. So grab a drink, have a seat, and relax, because this is The Leo Effect. When was the last time a short movie shook your emotions to the core? When was the last time a short movie caused you to rethink everything you stood for? When was the last time a short movie made you proud to be an American? When was the last time you felt the emotion to stand up and cheer after a short movie? The new short movie, I've Got Your Six, written and directed by Bill Foster, one of the industry's newest and fastest climbing directors, will answer all of those questions. Rarely has there been so much packed into a short movie that when you leave, you'll feel more proud of our American military veterans. A movie that was cast only with American military veterans will have you on the edge of your seat, cheering for our veterans and what makes America great. I've Got Your Six will be hitting the film festival scene soon. Be prepared to drop what you're doing and go see this powerful movie when it comes to your area. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to The Leo Effects. Today, I'm joined by a very special guest from across the pond. I'm super excited about this. She's the first person I've spoken to outside of, you know, my little corner of the planet and uh, that's going to be super awesome. But I'd like to introduce you all to um, Jackie Rom. How are you? Hi. <laughs> it's lovely. It's lovely to be here. Perfect. Sending out good vibes across the uh, radio waves, as it were. <laughs> exactly. So, well, like I said before we started recording, um, we're just going to jump right into this. We're going to go full steam ahead. And uh, the first thing that I would... Um, encourage or like you to do is can you tell the listeners what brings you here what what do you do well i'm a busy bee so um i'm an author i write crime fiction and uh, currently i'm on book 15 and i write a series called the sandra bernstein chronicles and my last book was based in las vegas but before I went there, I made a documentary all about researching for the book. And that's on uh, Amazon Prime, and that's called Method of Murder. Plus, I also do a podcast, which is The Life of a Crime Novelist. So I oh. do lots of things. Yeah, you got your hand in a lot of cookie jars. <laughs> well, that's you know, I always say um, writing the book is the easy part. It's then telling everybody about it. So the other things, the podcast, the documentary, are kind of all part of the package of eventually letting everybody know about the books. I see. That, that's a good idea, though. I mean, podcasting yeah. kind of gets it out all over the world. So that's a good idea. And this shows that, you know, this is London calling L.A. So it's amazing. <laughs> Kid, I'm blown away. <laughs> when you approached me about... Uh, you know, asking if I would have a guest on and an author and everything we talked about. I was so excited to have you. This is amazing to me. Like we're connecting from well, across the world instantly. It's so clever, isn't it? But part of my documentary is based in L.A. Because I came to L.A. and I had a tattoo done. Um, I, I wanted to ask the uh, tattoo artist some questions. 
I can't tell you any more than that because you'll have to watch it. But um, <laughs> so I was, in, yeah, I was in LA having a tattoo, and then I went to where um, Bugsy uh, was, uh, was shot. Oh, okay. So, but I'm not telling you any more than that because obviously you've got to watch it. So, and then we went back to Vegas and carried on filming the documentary there. And we had all access in a casino because I wanted to know what it was like behind the scenes before I wrote the book. Mm, okay. All right. And what what was it that made you decide to become an author? Did you always enjoy writing? <laughs> Uh, do you know, I think you're born an author. I think it's something inside you. It's like a burning need to write. I've written all my life. Uh, I started uh, the first full-length book I wrote was a children's book that turned into five books, a series for seven to 12-year-olds uh, about a little girl called Star who was 11 years old and an actor. Oh. And... Um, and she became famous, travelled around the world, and uh, and was also a, uh, a a super sleuth. So she was a detective as well. So I started with children's books, and then I moved on to adult crime fiction. I and see. it's massive. You know, the the world of crime is really popular. Right. Yeah, I, everybody, I did. Notice everybody that. likes a good death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so true. You know, yesterday. Yesterday, um, I recorded a podcast and uh, I interviewed a past detective from the London Murder Squad. It was such a good interview. You know, to get to you never in real life, you don't get to, you know, talk to people like that. Right. But because of my job. Yeah, because of my job, I can ask questions that other people would kind of like to know. And he told me some gruesome stories and I kind of was gritting my teeth and I knew the audience would like to listen. But I kind of didn't want to hear, you know, oh. but it was fun. Oh, man, that would, that would be really, really, really cool to hear some of the, the gritty details from behind the scenes. But at the same time, I'd probably be the same way. Like, oh, I don't, I don't want to know that. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly how it was. So he told me the story and then we finished the interview and then he started telling me a bit more that he didn't want to tell me during the interview. And I was thinking, oh, this would have been so good. But, you know, it was <laughs> off air. It was funny. That is, that's great. What, what was it that made you decide to stop writing The Adventures of Star? Was it just a natural conclusion to the story? Uh, the I wrote the five books, which was, uh, yeah, that was a, a series. But what was happening is um, when people say, you know, what do you do? I say, I'm an author. And they say, what do you write? I say, children's books. And you physically saw people's shoulders drop as they said, oh, as if it was simple to write a children's book, you know, which it isn't. <laughs> uh, and then I, I kind of got fed up with this and I thought I'd show you. Not to one person, because this was happening numerous times. So I thought, I'm going to write an adult crime book. And uh, and then kind of, well, I love CSI, Law and Order and things like that. And I thought, yeah, I'll be fine. And then I kind of sat there and thought, actually, I know nothing. I'm, <laughs> I'm not a criminal. I, I have no idea. I don't, I couldn't even squash a fly. So, um I had to investigate. So it took me about a year to spend time with um, detectives, forensic, 
uh, all different thing, people. And uh, I set my first book in the Caribbean on the island of St. Martin, mm-hmm. um, which is where I write all my books. And so it's the Dutch law as well. So I had to learn about the Dutch uh, law, about the coroner, about the police. And, and uh, yeah, it was fascinating. That is fascinating. I never thought there would be that much going into it. And, you know, talking about writing for uh, children's books and things like that, you know, it actually has to be hard. You're trying to keep the attention of a 7 to 12-year-old. I don't know if anybody's dealt with 7 to 12-year-olds, but... (laughs) They're discerning, you know, especially, you know, that age group, they're reading Harry Potter, which is... um, you know, uh, not an easy read, mm-hmm. and uh, and they want something that they can that's uh, adventurous. That there is another world, and uh, that's why I picked the world of entertainment. I've been I'm a drama teacher by trade, trade, and I've worked in film and television all my life on film sets, but always taking children, chaperoning, uh, doing support work, and 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 working in on a film set and on location. So, you know, that's one a hint that I will give any partic- uh, potential author is always write about what you know. And so that's what I did. I kind of put my, I know, I've, you know, I've been teaching children for 30 years. I've been on a film set for 25 years. So those two things together created that, that world. And, and hopefully it means that children get to see what it's like behind the scenes and, um, you know, you know, you've got the obligatory pirates and thieves. And I must hear a funny story. I've just done about a year ago. I took eight children and they read the first three books and I got reviews from them and feedback <laughs> and things like that. Okay. And they all there was one scene in I think it was book three where a, a dead body is found in a freezer. OK, that was their that was their favorite bit this is eight nine and ten years old that was their favorite bit bit out of all the three books they thought that was funny oh my goodness that i know i'm not sure how to take that (laughs) that's kind of it it was a grand i mean it was it was said it was written in a comical way and i think it was a granny who who put her husband there he died naturally and and she wanted him near her so she put him in the freezer (laughs) (laughs) but the kids loved it yeah i mean given that kind of context that would that would be kind of amusing for a a younger person i would think that's awesome yeah it wasn't it wasn't a grisly murder it was it was lovely she wanted to keep her the granddad near her yeah (laughs) When you were deciding to do all this and, and things were just starting out for you, did you have a lot of support? Like, did, did your family think you were just crazy or were they like, oh, this is a great idea? I think my family are used to me being crazy. So that's it. They're just, <laughs> and I, yeah, I'm a bit of an entrepreneur. So I, I've often, I mean, I run a radio station as well and, and, and a charity. So they're a bit used to me going from one thing to another. But uh, when I first wrote my first book, uh, which is 11 years ago now, I I kind of thought, well, I've written it. Now what do I do with it? And I'm not going to go around trying to get a publishing deal for 10 years. I can't wait. You know, that's to me is a waste of time. Mm -hmm. And I kind of didn't want to self-publish. 
and so so <laughs> I opened my own publishing house. <laughs> oh. And then and then published my book. Nobody else's. And there you um, go. yeah. So for 10 years, nine years, I think it was, I self-published. And then once the documentary was coming out uh, and everything else was happening, I then got what we would call a, a legit uh, publishing deal. So now I'm, you know, now I have agents, prep, PR, a uh, whole team of people around me, which is really good fun. Oh, that... especially when. Especially when you've gone from doing everything yourself. Right. Yeah, that. And then suddenly now everything's done by everybody else, which sometimes <laughs> is very nice. Sometimes is really frustrating. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to go sit back on some days and then other days, you, no, that's not how I want it done. <laughs> no, I, I did that for a little while. And then I thought, no, I can't do this any longer. I'm, you know, I need to get back and do what I do best, which is market me. Gotcha. And do you, when, you know, you were talking about um, advertising and marketing and things like that, have you done any book signings? Oh, gosh, yeah. Around the world. Uh, in, uh, the Car- in the Caribbean, in England, in China, uh, and in the U.S., yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah that's all over the place you know people yeah people are not gonna buy your books unless you know you get out there and tell people you know there's i read today how many million billions of books there are published and it was the most incredible number and you know so even if i think every year you know, I don't know what, there's probably a billion books released every year. You know, we're all tiny little ants in this big world of book publishing. Right. And so, and so it's important to get out there and tell people. But I have had, I must tell you, I've had a couple of really funny uh, incidents. Uh, because I, um, I spend about three or four months a year on the island of St. Martin in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And um, I was in the casino one night as you are and I came out it wasn't late it was about 10 o'clock at night and I walked out the door and there were two couples walking and the guy said to me hey are you Jackie Rahm and I thought oh my god who's that (laughs) yeah I said suspiciously and he goes I've read all your books and then he goes ahead to tell me about my characters and how he likes each character and whatever. And I've had that a few times, and that does make you laugh when you and it, it first happens to you. <laughs> That's got to make you feel good, though. I mean, kind of like a, a celebrity. Uh, when it happens to you, you don't think like that because you're just <laughs> appreciative. And you think, oh, so, but, you know, actually, to be really honest, the most rewarding thing is when the children... Uh, yeah. like your books I've, I kind of appreciate I don't know why I appreciate that more and it makes me feel that you know maybe they will show my books to their children eventually one day right yeah I mean and, that's something know, we all learn right you know from um you know elementary school and is how to read and that's, exactly that's where we all start out so yeah I can I yeah, can understand that I, I'll tell you a funny story so I wanted to get my books into libraries and I can only tell you what it's like in England. It's mm-hmm. hard to get books into libraries. And my, my thought process was they will be there forever 
if they go into libraries, you know. So, what? And then I found out that each library in England is um, buys their own books. It's not a central. You'd think it was a central point, but no, they buy their own. So I made up this little girl. So I love uh, the book Little Women which is written by Louisa M. Alcott. So I made this little girl up called Poppy Alcott, and she was 10 years old. And Poppy wrote to every library in the country in England and told them about this wonderful book she's just read. And every library in England bought the book. (laughs) I know. (laughs) How funny. That's, that's, That's funny and also brilliant at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, it took it. I remember the hours and hours because I emailed every library because there's most libraries have a suggestion box type of thing. So she just suggested this this book. Well, in today's times of political correctness, they must have said, ah, a little 10 year old's just told us about a book she liked. (laughs) And then by. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh, that that is great. And. I was going to ask you about that when it, um, if those uh, book signings are anything like you see on the TV and movie where you know you're sitting in this little book shop and there's just a line of people all waiting with their favorite copies or if it's nothing like that at all. No, I've done those and I've done those where I've stood there and no one's come in. So it's all part of it. Um, yeah, I have done them where that where there's a queue waiting Mm -hmm. uh to buy the books and to sign i've done some where you read you know uh no i've done all and i've done a lot with children so you do a reading first so yeah i've done lots of them yeah okay i did uh because i'm a drama teacher when uh, i was uh, marketing the children's books i would go into schools so the schools would buy the books i would do a drama class with the children and then the children would all sit and wait and buy the book at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But in in China, it's very interesting because they're very very pro a good education. Right. And I was in a I went to an amazing private school in Beijing, and I had a queue with all the parents queuing waiting to talk to me. So it's funny. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's just what you do, you know. Yeah. Have you ever considered uh, possibly turning any of your books or um, into like film since you, you know, you've got the drama background? Do you know anyone? Can you help? (laughs) Can I help? (laughs) Who knows? There might be there might be some people that I talk to on here or that may listen in and say, hey, that'd be that'd be cool. Let's do let's let's start up the next NCIS yeah, well, it's really funny because I was what I found this program yesterday called the Gourmet Detective. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I think I, it's I've Canadian, not. and um, they and I'd never seen it before. And it was kind of my books have been described as a mix between Agatha Christie and Murder She Wrote. Oh, okay. so so they're quite lighthearted. They're funny. They've got quirky characters in and there's lots of red herrings and and things like that. And my dream is for my books to turn to film. So I remember not long after, I think I'd written the third, maybe second or third book, 
a friend of mine, a, I, a friend when I was a teenager, actually, I won't say any names, but married a director oh, okay. uh, and a big famous director. And I met them in L.A. a few years ago and just managed to like slip my books in <laughs> and gave them a copy of my books. You've got to. You can't miss an opportunity. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Happened. And then um, I remember the BBC, because I was self-publishing, I knew every book where it went. And the BBC development section bought, bought all the children's books. So I know they're sitting there at the BBC. Oh. But that's like, ten, you know, probably seven or eight years ago. Oh. So, yeah, yeah, I think it, it's most authors' dream. I've actually written the screenplay to the first children's book. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, that's all done. Um, because I, when I write, I see with the director's eye. So uh, they could all be turned to film. So, yeah, if there's anyone out there that is looking for a, a fun project for kids or adult crime series, I'm your girl. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they need a uh, a reminder email from a certain little ten year old. <laughs> oh no! Oh, that would be funny. Yeah, but maybe not so. Maybe not such a good idea to start with a lie, though. <laughs> All right, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they think they would think it's cheeky. I don't know. You I'm know, not sure. I want to take the chance. Ah, uh, you. That's a gamble. You never know. <laughs> yeah, it's a gamble. Yeah, right. Yeah. But you never know, do you? It's um, it's fate, isn't it? You know, if it's going to happen, it will happen. It, it, the right person, it will get to the right person. Exactly. There's absolutely nothing that will change that. Yeah. No matter what you do, it'll end up in the same spot. So I absolutely yep. agree with you. Now, with yeah. all this stuff that you have going on between uh, teaching and podcasting and writing and all this. Do you have time for any any kind of hobbies? <laughs> My hobby is talking to people around the world. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. <laughs> and and I assume that uh, this is in reference to your podcast. Uh, yeah. And being on other people's as well. Yeah. Mine, uh, because it's all about me, uh, <laughs> the life of a crime novelist, um, I can take it anywhere I want, which is lovely, but I still try and keep it in my genre. Mm -hmm. uh, but talking, talking, um, I, I do an average of probably two. Uh, I do a lot of radio interviews as well. So I'm doing one or two interviews every day. So, And I spend every day talking about myself. How funny. Well, there you go. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you know, That's when great. when you've spent you've spent so many years you know, um honing your skills and and then you get to a point which kind of you take a different step, a step over and so although I'm talking about myself, I've been doing this for, you know, 35 years or something so it's it's not overnight that this happens it's a really long walk gotcha okay that's that's pretty fair have you considered writing in any other genre or are you just kind of sticking right in your lane and and this is where you want to be no i really fancy having a go at science fiction really fancy um chill children's science fiction but, um, oh, okay. but this series, but I'm only on the third book of this series, so there's a few more to go yet. Plus, I'm just um, 
in the um, the growing, the beginning stage, I'm uh, creating a travel series. So um, we're I'm working with the team and I'm going to be presenting probably four documentaries um, and I can't tell you anything else, but because we're right. in the planning stage. So probably the next year is going to involve me uh, working uh, abroad and working on a travel series. And it's going to be fascinating because I'm the kind of person that doesn't mind asking anybody anything. And and I kind of want to ask the questions that people would like to ask. Oh, so, all right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? I mean, if you watch the documentary, you find I find some amazing people and I ask them. I mean, the first question I ask is, uh, don't forget, I write about crime. So the first question I ask is the ta- of the tattoo artist is, uh, can I kill somebody by putting poison in a tattoo gun? So as all you can right. see, I don't mind asking anything. What, well, what was the answer? Ah, you're going to have to watch the documentary <laughs> to find that out. I thought Don't I'd forget, catch you. Method, method <laughs> of murder on Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Cleverly placed. <laughs> um, and it's really funny because over the years I've done media training with actors because I teach actors. And so now um, I'm having to deal with it myself. You know, it's really t- talking about a switch complete turnaround. <laughs> yeah, you're looking at it from the other end of the table now. <laughs> yep. That's great. Um, with the last few minutes of the show here, I actually um, want to open the floor up to you a little bit uh, to tell the listeners, you know, all your different social medias and where they can kind of follow along with the crazy antics of Jackie. No problem. So the best, uh, I think probably the best place to go to is JackieRom.com. Uh, and it's J-A-C-K-Y-R-O-M. So JackieRom.com. And there'll be links to everything there. But I'm on Facebook, I, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, which I think is quite funny. Uh, <laughs> and that's, that makes me laugh. Uh, everywhere. Facebook is Facebook.com forward slash JackieRom. Or just Google Jackie Rom, you'll find me. Um, but I'd like to really um, guide people to see the documentary. To, it's a way of seeing who I am and what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a great insight onto how I write the books and how I research and kind of what lengths I go to to find out if my character can actually do certain things so method of murder it is on a lot of cable channels as well uh in the u.s and canada so yeah google jackierom.com perfect that's amazing and i'm gonna put the link to that in the description of the podcast of this episode so one click shopping like i say and uh you know jackie i just want to say thank you so much for joining me today this has been so much fun you are just a gem Thank you so much. It's been lovely. (laughs) And thank you. Thank you to all the listeners who are checking this out and keeping this thing going. We are two, as of this moment, we are two, one, two listens away from hitting 1,000. So let's get those listens. And uh, thank you all very much. And we will see you all next time.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, creatures of all ages, what an amazing show. Thank you for lending an ear and joining us. I'm the host, Ray Rumsey, and if you want to hear more interviews, simply head to anywhere podcasts are heard, Facebook or Twitter, and search The Leo Effects. With an A, not an E. If you'd like to hear me doing silly voices and making a general fool of myself, head over to Shattered Dungeons on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We live stream every Tuesday night. More projects are in the works. For now, stay tuned for more interviews. To book yourself as a guest, you can head to theleoeffects.wixsite.com slash podcast or send me an email at theleoeffects at gmail.com. Remember, this has been The Leo Effects, and great shows require great listeners, just like you. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.